5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Alright, we're going to jump right back into the dysfunctional family tree. And we're going to start with the dysfunction that uh, that doesn't come from somebody in the family at that point in time. And this is Acts chapter 8. We see this is just after Stephen um, was killed. They call him the first martyr, and uh, and he dies um, at the hands of many people who are trying to really crush the church at this point in time. Now, Acts chapter 8 gives us one of those main characters. Um, and Acts chapter 8, verse 3, But Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. Right, And, and Saul was also the one that would lead people not just to prison, but also to their death, to their stoning. This is the beginning of how is it that, that God's going to be able to use some despicable, despicable characters in order to be able to transform things for the kingdom and even the world at large. And, and this is a really big shift. I mean, there's, there's people in, in the history of, of the planet, and when you're looking at it and saying, you know, who's some of these bad characters that you're like, what would happen if they all of a sudden had this change of mind and heart and began following Jesus? And what can God do with bad characters? I mean, this is, this is a great question, right? So when God comes to Saul and struck him, him blind, struck him with blindness, I don't know, however you want to say that. <laughs> but when we're looking, so God comes to him, changes his heart and mind. God comes to him, changes Saul's complete trajectory in life and says, now you're going to follow me. And you're going to go in the direction, you know, and be able to work for the kingdom instead of against it. And it's in that change that then we're going to say, how is the church going to respond to this? So you got a a guy, Saul, who was breathing out murderous threats, who were dragging people out of their homes and throwing them into prison that was oftentimes leading to their death. And now he's coming and he's saying, I'm on your team. How would you feel? You know, I mean, this is, it's, this is a hard question. I mean, because when we're looking at it, we're saying, all right, this is, this is Saul who later goes by Paul. And he's got this, this whole life change that happened because of when he met God. And now he's trying to figure out, how do I work towards something instead of trying to tear this thing down? And he's out there trying to do his best. And what we see it with, with Paul Saul is, is that, I mean, he went out, I mean, he wrote 13 books of the New Testament. Uh, he's made a, a, an impact on Christianity even today and continuing for, I mean, whenever Jesus returns. He, he had absolutely has made an impact, but how is the church going to receive him? 
And it's much like what we looked at yesterday with the Jews and the Gentiles, and there were the Jews were like, all right, well, how are we going to do this thing? You know, we're, we're going to, you know, ultimately take care of our own, but then when new people come in, it's like, I, how are we going to do that too? And how are we going to make sure to take care of everyone? And now you're getting this conflict, and this is where God and the bigness of God is going to come to work here is because, as you can see, there's going to be a lot of people who don't trust Saul Paul. He's coming in and like, no, no, you once were trying to murder us. Like, I don't know if I want to be on your team. And there's lots of questions of doubt. There's lots of questions of trust. And there's lots of people who still won't get near Paul Saul because they think it's a trap. And this is a hard thing. I mean, and we can talk about it in dysfunction because when, when I think when you're looking at, at even some churches today and they're looking at people on the outside and they're saying, it looks like you're a bad person. Now, I'm not even talking about like people that we know that may have gotten mixed up into you know criminal endeavors, whatever. I'm just talking about when we look at the people on the outside, sometimes we're like, we've got to make sure to stay away from them. We don't have a big trust of outsiders. But this isn't what the church is supposed to be. And this is dysfunctional. When we're not trusting that, that God can do big things in the lives of all people, no matter how far they've gone. And, and this is, you know, if this is what you believe God did in you, why couldn't you believe that he could do it in someone else? And yet we don't trust the other people who may have been mixed up in things that were like, yeah, that, that's bad. I don't trust it. And so then we kind of just shut it down. And here's an opportunity for us to be able to think and look at these things, you know, a lot differently be able to say, God, what's it going to take to be able to see people how you see people? Because God went after Saul. God said, I'm going to work on Saul, even though a lot of people were like, let's just try to figure out a way to kill Saul. Let's do something to eliminate Saul because we're being threatened, we're being murdered, and we've got to eliminate Saul. And then God says, but he, he, here's the, the twist of God, I'm going to make him a part of the team. Great news. We've got a great person, new person that's part of the team today. You know, and this is the, the work of God, even in the church today, that he's changing hearts and he's changing lives, even of the people who we are looking at and saying, nah, way too far. All right, sit with that a little bit here today because God is good in that. And we're going to trust that God, even as he worked in us, he can do it in others as well. Have a great weekend, everybody. Get to church and worship God. All right, take care.